At the Veterans Affairs Department, one of its older, more successful programs is getting an update due to the pandemic creating new stresses on those who use it. The VA Home Loan Program is announcing an expansion of its services to help homeowners who are facing foreclosure due to the pandemic and also to help those who are looking to buy, as many areas are facing a limited housing stock. To learn more about this effort, I spoke with Jeffrey London, who is the executive director of the Loan Guarantee Service at the Veterans Affairs Department. So the VA Home Loan Program has actually been around since the original GI Bill in 1944, so 77 years, um, and still going strong. And one of the hallmarks of the VA Home Loan Program is the no down payment option, and that has been available since 1944. The also uh, great news is that the VA has the lowest interest rates in the entire mortgage industry. So if a veteran or service member is eligible for this program, this is the best deal bar none. Uh, there's uh, no private mortgage insurance, which can be two or three hundred extra dollars per month. That has really no benefit um, to uh, the veteran. And also, we have low closing costs. And the great news is it's a lifelong benefit that can be used over and over again to either purchase homes or refinance an existing VA loan. And so I understand that as everyone else is facing uh, some economic turmoil right now, um, there is an update that you all are doing to this program. How did that come about and what exactly is it? Yeah, so as a result of the pandemic, as you know, many people unfortunately were impacted, whether or not they lost their job or they had a cut in income. So one of the things that Congress did is they passed what's called the CARES Act last year, that allowed uh, borrowers um, who were facing financial difficulties as a result of the pandemic to enter in what's called a loan forbearance, meaning that they would not have to make um, their mortgage payments um, for up to uh, 30, uh, up to 360 days if, in fact, they were um, impacted. So what the VA did was, looking at that program, we knew that veterans were going to be able to get back on their feet, and so we wanted to lessen the financial burden and have to pay back those missed payments. So VA established a program where, on behalf of the veteran, VA will actually pay those mixed, missed payments back to the mortgage company at 0% interest, and that will become a second loan um, established to the property, and the veteran would not have to pay the VA back until they either sold the home or refinanced that loan. So it's a great deal to help veterans get back on their feet. Have you had a chance to talk to any of the benefactors themselves? And, um, you know, if so, what, what have you been hearing from them about this, uh, this update? Well, the good news is this definitely has uh, taken, as I said, some of the financial burden um, that those veterans and their families may be facing. But the great news is we even have an additional program because that particular program that I've referenced, that's for a veteran that can continue the same mortgage payment that they had prior um, to the loan forbearance. There are some veterans, unfortunately, who can no longer afford their current mortgage payment. So in listening to veterans and stakeholders in the mortgage industry, we actually have another program where we can help veterans who need to lower their monthly um, mortgage payment in addition um, to paying back uh, those missed payments. So now, on behalf of the veteran, VA will actually pay down the the principal balance um, of the loan at 0% interest to help that veteran have a more affordable payment. So we're looking for at least a 20% uh, reduction in their monthly payment to help them um, navigate those troubled waters that they may be having.
getting a little more background on on home loan guarantees for veterans uh, what is it particularly um, about veterans that makes them a little more susceptible whenever there are economic um, events or that that occur like this um, whether it's the 2008 housing crisis or what we're going through right now the great news is i think our veterans and service members are extremely resilient and i think that is a testament to the service that they've given to our nation so you mentioned um, the mortgage crisis of 2008, actually VA um, loans performed better than any other mortgage loan in the entire industry because veterans, they are a good deal. There's never a good deal to bet against our mm-hmm. nation's veterans. And so they're able to, to navigate um, in difficulties even better than some. But for those veterans who need the assistance, VA has always been there. And since 2008, we've helped over 900,000 veterans Um, avoid foreclosure when they were in financial difficulties. We're speaking with Jeffrey London. He's the executive director of the Loan Guarantee Service at the Veterans Affairs Department. Can you tell me a little bit about the financial stability of the VA home loan program itself? Um, How is it going along? And, and, you know, is it it sustainable at this point? Actually, it is sustainable. Um, VA has uh, the lowest foreclosure inventory rate in the entire mortgage industry. Um, we have the second lowest uh, seriously delinquency rate, and that's for loans that are 90 days or more past due. The only loans that are performing better than VA are those prime pristine loans where um, borrowers have the best credit and they have assets in the bank. So veterans are actually um, outperforming um, their counterparts, and the VA home loan program is actually um, extremely sustainable where we're actually operating um, and not losing any money from a government perspective because veterans, again, are a good bet. Give me a, um, a little bit more of the history. You know, this is a very it's one of the oldest programs that is still being used so actively today. What does it look like today as compared to when it was first implemented? Sure. What's interesting is since 1944, VA has guaranteed over 27 million loans for our nation's veterans and service members, and that's totally over $3 trillion. So you get to think about the impact that that have, not only for the veterans and their families, but helping to build communities um, around the country. And just last year, we experienced a record year where we guaranteed 1.2 million loans for $375 billion. That is more than doubled the previous record that we had in 2017. And this year alone, we've already surpassed last year's record where we've guaranteed 1.3 million loans, and we still have a little over a month left, and we're in the height of the home buying season, and we're on pace to have a record year for veterans using the benefit to purchase loans. So it's an extremely popular program, and it's getting more and more popular because the secret is out. This is the best deal for veterans and service members, bar none. So, you know, it's created in 1944 after World War II. Obviously, there's a big spike in the amount of young men looking to buy homes. As of now, um, do you still see those same spikes? Obviously, completely different situations, but, you know, things winding down in Afghanistan and Iraq. Do those events also affect and, you know, do you see spikes in when people are returning home um, from deployments? Or, you know, is it just kind of, you know, apples to oranges sort of thing? Well, one of the interesting things about this particular benefit is you don't have to be a quote-unquote veteran to be eligible for this program. If you're serving in uniform today, um, after 90 days of active service, you are actually eligible for this program. So we see a a lot of uh, service members who are maybe on their second 
or third tour, and they're, they wanna, they're starting a family and they want to establish roots for their family, they're actually utilizing this program while they're still serving in uniform. And as you mentioned, um, there are certainly folks who are transitioning from um, service. Uh, each and every year, there are about 250,000 service members who transition out of the military, and so this benefit is there waiting for them. But the great news is this is a lifelong benefit. So some transitioning service members may want to focus on their education and utilize their GI Bill education benefits, but when they're ready um, to purchase a home, the VA home loan program is there for them. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Anything else that uh, we haven't touched on that you want to make sure that people know about? Yeah, one of the things I want to touch on, and thank you for that question, Eric, Mm -hmm. is there are a lot of uh, myths about the VA home loan program. This is not uh, your father's VA. Uh, The VA home loan program has spent significant resources in modernizing the program. VA loans close as fast as other uh, loan products. And as I mentioned earlier, There's a testament to that in what the cost is for veterans. VA actually has the lowest interest rates in the entire mortgage industry. So um, don't believe the myths that are out there. Please look into the program if you're eligible because as you rack and stack it against other loan products, it's the best deal bar none. So don't let anyone talk you out of your earned benefits if you're eligible for this program. Jeffrey London is executive director of the Loan Guarantee Service at the Veterans Affairs Department. Hello, and welcome to the Lessons in Leadership podcast. I am your host, Shane Canfield, CEO of WEPA. Today, I'm thrilled to be joined by Vice Admiral Cutler Dawson. Cutler has had an incredible career serving our country for 35 years in the Navy, where he attained the rank of Vice Admiral. During his service, he had numerous assignments afloat and ashore, including Commander, Second Fleet, Striking Fleet Atlantic, and in Washington at the Pentagon and on Capitol Hill, where he was the Navy's Chief of Legislative Affairs. Immediately following his retirement from active duty in 2004, he became the president and CEO of Navy Federal Credit Union, the world's largest credit union, where he served for 14 years. Under his leadership, Navy Federal grew from 2 million to 8 million members. Phenomenal. Cutler, welcome and thanks for joining me. Thank you, Shane. You've had a fascinating career across both military and the private sector. Can you tell us a little bit more about your background and your professional journey? Well, I started out at the Naval Academy where I graduated in 1970. And then, as you mentioned, spent 35 years in the Navy um, with uh, six actual actual, uh, afloat commands. Uh, The first one was when I was 27 years old. Uh, I didn't know enough to be scared of anything. And it was uh, probably one of the highlights of my career. Um, and then after I retired, after 35 years, I went to uh, work at Navy Federal Credit Union as the CEO, where I spent my next 14 years. Um, I'm, I'm currently retired and enjoying life. And um, it's been a great run for me. How would you describe your leadership style? And how's that developed over the years? My style has been quite consistent. Um, I believe, and I've learned this in the Navy, that you have to go to the deck plates uh, to see what is going on. And you have to learn what your people do and how they do it so you can help them to be better at it and more efficient and more productive. Um, It's um, something that you need to do all the time. Um, I remember I used to tell folks that um, you don't want to retreat to your cabin what I mean by that is um, the longer you're in a position, the less you think you have to get out and about. 
but that should be the opposite. You should get out and about more because people change, situations change, and you've got to figure out a way to get to them and find out what they're doing and where, what you can do to help them. Uh, I, we'll talk a little bit more about your book, but I read it. Um, From Sea to the C-Suite, fantastic read. You talk about the deck plates in that um, as well. I would encourage everyone to get a copy of this and read some more detail about going to the deck plates. Cutler, who was the most impactful leader in your life and what quality did you admire about them? I had numerous while I was in the Navy, but uh, the quality that, that I enjoyed the most was the leaders that got to know me as an individual and that they cared about me. And I could tell that they cared about me. And they were not only my leaders, but they were my mentors. And um, I remember um, one particular one, Bill Schiffer, when I had my first assignment at the Pentagon, um, I would go in to see him with my problem of the day. And I knew that he had numerous problems of his own, but he would stop and he would focus on me and he would make me feel like I was the most important person in his world. Um, and I, I tried to do that um, throughout my career. But really, it's about caring for your people. Cutler, in reading your book, there was a quote you used that you used to inspire those people that work for you. And it really got my attention. And it was, it was you are the captain of your own ship. I wonder if you can talk a little bit about what that means and how it was useful to you and the leaders you were developing. Uh, absolutely. Um, what I mean by captain of your own ship, when you are the captain of a ship, sometimes you're in the middle of the ocean and you don't have anybody to turn to to make decisions. You don't have anybody to turn to ask, what should I do now? You have to be the captain of that ship. And I, I translated that um, into, let's say, Navy Federal's organization, where I would tell branch managers that, I said, you are the captain of the ships of Navy Federal. You're the ones that are facing the, the members or customers, as others call them, every day. And you have to make decisions without a lot of guidance, in some cases, and without a lot of time. So be the captain of your own ship. Step up, uh, make decisions, uh, do what you think is right, and you never can go wrong. I think that is so important. And you have to give your people a little bit of latitude to take some risk as well, because there is risk for them in doing that and risk to your organization. That's right. And, and I mentioned that I took command of my first ship uh, with five years in the Navy and I was 27 years old. Well, my boss had 32 years in the Navy and um, his, his guidance to me when I first met him was, Cutler, you do the right thing and I'll back you up all the way. What a wonderful way to, to spend an assignment with, uh, with backup and, and guidance like that. What, what great, great advice. Uh, it's clear leadership is a topic you're passionate about. You wrote the book we mentioned before, um, From C to C-Suite. Can you tell us a little bit about that project? Yes, when I was at Navy Federal, I would tell sea stories. Uh, as parables to get my point across. And um, folks would tell me, Cutler, we like your stories. It gives us a picture of what you're trying to tell us. Now, what else are they going to say? They work for me, but uh, uh, I took it as a compliment, and it was. And my wife encouraged me to write a book, and I needed a co-author to help me. And I found a lady named Taylor Keelan, who was the perfect, perfect co-author. 
she turned in my stories into wonderful chapters um, that I'm very proud of. Where can listeners find a copy? Well, you can get it on Amazon uh, and you can also uh, get it on the Naval Institute website. Uh, and I might add that um, any proceeds from the book, Navy Federal uses uh, to give to charity. Fantastic. Cutler, thank you very much. Really enjoyed your time and your lessons and in leadership and sharing with us your life story. And, and uh, I've learned a lot both from talking to you today and reading your book. And thank you very much for your time. It's my pleasure. And I, I, I would like to add one thing if I could, Shane. Um, during my assignments in Washington, D.C., I gained the utmost respect for the civilians that work here every day. They're hardworking, they're dedicated, and they, they have my eternal gratitude. Uh, I got to come and go from the Pentagon. They stayed every day and worked in Washington when I got to go out and um, enjoy being at sea. Perfect, thank you. Yeah, we, WEPA serves civilian federal employees, but your comment is well taken because the interaction between the two is, is continuous, it's nonstop and it's critical. So uh, the career civil servants, as well as career military, uh, our country would not be where it is today without them. I totally agree. And, and I can tell you from the US Navy standpoint, uh, we couldn't operate like we do without them being the backbone of what we do. Thank you very much for your time today, Cutler. And to everyone listening to Lessons in Leadership podcast, we'll see you next time. Pop quiz, what can you buy for $3.99? Not a latte, but for less than the cost of a cup of coffee, you can get all your favorite music ad-free. While other streaming services jack up their prices, Live One's membership is only $3.99 per month, and you can lock in that price for a full year. Join now to get the best deal in music with zero ads, unlimited skips, and maximum audio quality. Get the music you love at a price that fits into your budget with Live One Plus. Check out liveone.com slash best music for details. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.